Hello! You're listening to Episode 9 of the Roasting Room Soundboard Podcast, hosted by Jordan Ross, Todd Cowart, and Trevor Harden. In this episode, we meet J.P. Treadaway of Schema, discuss painter and poet, and as husband and wife, learn new languages with Nivy and the Deer Children, and reminisce about the week prior, all while sampling a fine wild turkey rare breed. Let's begin. Welcome to the Roasting Room Soundboard Podcast. I am your co-host, Jordan Ross. What's up, Jordan? Hey, Todd. Um, hey, how's it going? Hi, guys. What's up, Trevor? Hey, Trev. I'm here. You're here, too. No weddings. Nope. No weddings this weekend? Uh, August is uh, pretty dry for the old Trevster. Why is really? it that people don't get married in August? Because it's hot as hell and kids are going back to school. It's oh, a good reason. Okay. It's a good reason. Hey, this weekend, we have got Schema coming in on Friday night from Charleston. Uh, and we, we have an interview with J.P. Treadaway, which we'll play a little later on the podcast. Um... He's the drummer for the band. They're going to be instrumental, jazzy, but not, he said, too jazzy. Not jazz. Not jazz, no, particularly. Uh, more like a dance groove uh, feeling underneath all that jazzy, jammy stuff. So it's all pretty danceable, sort of. Uh, it'll make you want to boogie a little bit. Intricate dance jazz. Compositionally based, groovy, jammy. How about that? Dance jazz. Dance jazz. Yes. Funk, fusion, experimental, dance, party jazz. Disco. <laughs> but better. Amazing. I think I, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, it will be. Let's have a listen to Schema playing... Possibly Ometepe? <clears throat> I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Could uh, you spell that? It's O-M-E-T-E-P-E. Sounds like a Disney song, like Akuna Matata or something. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm intrigued. Or Omelette. It kind of looks like omelette. This is from um, back in March of this year at the Charleston Poorhouse. Cool. Roll it. Very groovy. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah like it makes you want to bop. Mm-hmm. It's got some progressive, uh, progressive elements in it for sure. Yeah, you heard. Um, what you, would you hear in that? I mean, maybe a little rushy, maybe a little, a little, little rush, little rush, maybe a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, not some. not odd meters, but you know, sort of odd, odd phrasing. You know, yeah. it sounds great. Yeah, I think it was. Cool. I think if Tool were in a, like a good mood, that would be like <laughs> good mood Tool. Good mood. <laughs> They weren't so damn angry. They right? are so angry, but they the schema is not angry. No, they seem to be good. happy, and they make people happy. Totally. Yeah, it's it's it would be really fun to play guitar in a band like that. It'd yeah. be really fun. Yeah, super fun. Good stuff. Yeah, it looks like a great evening of 
interesting rock and roll. It does. <laughs> yes, yeah, it, yes, it does. indeed. Yes, indeed. Cool. I'm going to come. Good. Good on you. Thanks. You enjoy Trevor, that. Trevor, do you have a you have a you have a wedding this weekend? I don't, but it's my August. I, I know, I know. We'll see what I can do. Well, my my family's coming in town, but we'll, uh, maybe, I might have maybe a good we reason. Bring for, them all. That's right. You guys mentioned my mom the last podcast. I wasn't here, so maybe she wants to come. Mom, well, be, come can... up to the show. It's schema, mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Friday, and then on Saturday, painter and poet. That's right. So do we have any audio that we could listen to from Pater and Poet? I maybe? believe we can search YouTube.com. We can. Now, they don't have a, a, a self-titled album or anything at this point. We They may, but we don't know. They may, but yes. It's sh- not known to me. We should not. Know. We should know that, but we don't. Right. Which We're sorry. Pater and Poet, we, we, we're sorry. We don't mean to disrespect you. If, if you have a self-titled debut or a record, we want to help you promote it. But we're going to play something off of YouTube now. Here you go. Makes me go insane. Why can't we just take the time? You see, I have a lot that's on my mind. We could be so much better if you just let me speak. Chemistry, man. That's what happens when you get some lovers together. It's just make some music. <laughs> lovers, lovers. I was gonna say husband and wife, but it's just it's They're lovers. It's uh, more. But that's another band. Juicy, if I say lovers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trevor. Yeah. Well, no, I love it. It's great. Really, really. Sounds and but it's not the uh, band that they're bringing is more extensive than what we just heard. Correct. Yep. Drummer um, Jalen Reyes, and bass player. I wish I knew his name. It's okay. Yeah. But, yeah, bass, drums. Will will be on guitar. And it will be on saxophone. Ooh. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Yeah. So, and the opener. As husband and as wife. As husband and wife. They're going to do um, keys, vocal, cello. Wow. And uh, ukulele, I believe. Who did you say the other band member that you, Jalen? Well, Jalen was the drummer. Okay, so Grant is the bass player. Thank you. There we go. Grant, how, how do you know these people? I use the internet. Oh, good. What's <laughs> Grant's last name? Uh, it appears to be um, uh, from an ethnicity that I'm not familiar with, and I'm not even sure I want to attempt to pronounce that. 10 4. 
There, there's a lot of consonants in that name. Ah. So I'm going to skip that. This is a beautiful segue into that. Speaking of consonants. I was listening just today to the recordings, the board recordings of Nivy and the Deer Children when they played here. She had music that was in Greenlandic. Like they played music and she was singing in Greenlandic. Ah. Which is like Icelandic, which is extremely hard to pronounce mm. and to understand and to write. I feel silly because I didn't know Greenlandic was actually a tongue. It I is. I didn't know that. Yeah. She, I don't know what I thought they she spoke made it there, known, but yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, she made it known when she pronounced the names of these songs before they sang them. She's like, this song is going to be in Greenlandic. And then she said, this song is called, word that's hard to pronounce. And right. then she would go on. Akuna Matata. <laughs> so. Sigaros. Yeah, well, that's made up language, though. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, Sigaros made up their own language for their music. Uh, my mind just exploded. That right? is creative. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but Greenlandic sounds like it's made up. Does there's a my my you know my five year old daughter doesn't. has a great language that she's made up. It's called Bavish. No oh, way. Yeah, she speaks Bavish. It's it's a whole different language. Your and daughter did. Yeah, she's she's crazy. That's great. She's that's wonderful. awesome. Yeah, that, she's, that's awesome. Yeah, so she if you ever, start a band. If you ever see Fiona, she's five and she speaks Bobbish. And you should, I speak Bobbish with her as well at home. It's fun. Oh, man. So there are words that, like, can, are there common words? Can you words? Even think of one? Like, well, I, I could speak in Bobbish, but I. I <laughs> but you'd be too, too embarrassed. <laughs> I, I would lose our listenership. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, that's adorable. It is. Bobbish is a great language. That is fantastic. Yeah. You need to, you need to cultivate that. I do. <laughs> Sorry, I hijacked your thread there. No, no, Sorry. all good. We're just talking about different tongues, and that's that's very Greenlandic. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's that's a bit of a bit of a um, interesting segue into that kind of music that we listened to that we had here from Greenland. Greenland. It's yeah, which is icy. Yes, but not Iceland, right. which is greeny. It's greeny. I just. Boggles it's, the mind. It's confusing if you think about it a lot. Can we? We. I know that technically a podcast is a promo. So, but to promo a promo on a po- I don't know. But your 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 video that you made for them w- was exceedingly mm-hmm. cute. And if <laughs> you, you guys are not on Facebook, I mean, if you, I assume if you're if you're listening to the podcast, you probably follow Somehow. most of but right. Jordan, you should, you do a good job, man. Thank you. you. Thanks. We no have problem. fun. The kids you have, like to you do, do a good job. Thank you. I just wanted to say that too. Yeah. <laughs> Throw that in. Luck- there. Luckily, I have a wonderfully supportive wife mm. that says, "Hey, exploit our what, children." What's the- oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. She says, "What's the what's the promo going to be this week?" Like, there's I think there's this there's also this time capsule thing too because the kids are so young and having them on video is kind of for our family too so it's kind of it's kind of a selfish thing now if in like five years Charlotte is still like saying poet page uh, <laughs> you might have a problem we, yeah point, right right right. <laughs> sorry yeah, we, we do words with Charlotte if you time. haven't seen the videos you should, you should look at them they're very, sure. very cute they're, they're all posted yeah. on the roasting room Facebook page yeah Facebook and we also have a YouTube channel as well mm. yeah which eventually will post videos outside of promos but we're not trying to just promote the promotion the promotion is to promote the the, the, the thing he lost and me the, and I'm the, so and the thing promo- <laughs> you said promote too many times in a row <laughs> we know what you're saying you know what I'm saying I got you thank you though yeah appreciate it 
Anyways, let's roll the interview that we had with JP. On Friday night, we'll be playing here. Yeah, he's playing with, uh, with his band Schema. Let's roll that interview. All right, we are here with JP Treadway. Hey, JP. How's it going? Oh, fantastic. So, Good. you are coming in here on Friday night with your band Schema. Tell us a little bit about Schema. What's your instrumentation, all that fun stuff. Okay. Uh, so Schema started in 2012 uh, with some friends of mine that we'd played some shows with them when I was with BYOG. Uh, actually ended up working with uh, our guitar player and our player uh, a couple summers ago, and we just became close friends and uh, just not through uh, necessarily playing music, but just through the you know, kind of music we liked. And um, I... My boss, I was not working for Portals yet. Uh, I was, it was very close with him just through uh, booking BYOG and stuff. He just uh, hit me up one like a few weeks before. I needed a needed a date filled, and I hit up Schema and see if they wanted to do like a reunion show, and they were all about it. And, uh, ended up. They ended up playing really well, and I was gonna. This was when BYOG was still in full swing, and I was gonna help them with uh, with booking and getting them some gigs on the road. Uh, but their drummer, their original drummer Jay, is a farmer, and he was uh, he's was super passionate about moving up to the outer Charlotte area to to do farming, and we just I we I played kind of jammed with the guys a couple times after all that and we decided to keep the name going and keep the band going so uh the instrumentation is two guitars bass and drums and uh we have a lead player and then our uh i guess so you say rhythm guitar player he writes most of the music lead as well um but it's uh it's mostly written by our rhythm guitarist and yeah, so it's uh, it is instrumental, but very technical. Uh, lots of tempo changes, and uh, it's it's not your average instrumental band from what I've seen uh, playing in Charleston and playing on the road. And um, so yeah, it's kind of cool the way it all all worked out with the drummer not wanting to go on the road and not wanting to you know take music seriously full-time uh and the other guys did so i just i kind of fell into place and i now live with the guys i just moved in about a month ago to their house and we have been kind of hitting hitting the ground running wow what kind of worked out for you to have that kind of fallback when you decided to well when byog um kind of called it quits and is there a reunion tour, perhaps, in, in the works for BYOG, now that you guys are... There is, yeah. Not necessarily tour, but we're talking about doing uh, maybe a reunion show at the Poor House and... Uh, perhaps the Roasting Room, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, definitely Roasting Room. We loved playing there when, when we did the last one there. Um, yeah, we had you twice, and you guys were yeah. great both times. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we loved it both times. The first time we did somewhat acoustic, I wasn't playing the full kit, and we didn't have our bass player, but then the second time was... Uh, was full out full band and we had a blast and yeah you filled up the room too it was great yeah 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 how much of uh the schema performances um improvised versus stuff you guys have written i mean how does that work out 
Uh, good question. It uh, we have we have designated spots where we improvise, and uh, most of it is is pretty compositional and structural. Uh, and then we'll have you know we'll play through three or four different uh, movements, and then towards the end or you know wherever we designate that certain spot for improvisation. We kind of just let loose and see what happens, but it's not, it's not like it's in no way noodly or, uh, it's, we're not up there just jamming, um, right. which we did that a lot with BYG, which was fun, but, uh, this is a lot more part A, part B, part C, improv back to part B, ending with part A. Um, not necessarily in that order, but, uh, so fans of jazz would really be into what's going on here then. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we jazz is a huge 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 part of our uh part of our ball game. Uh, um a lot of the chords that are uh that Adam writes, a lot of the progressions are they're not your normal, you know, DC G or uh, riffs that you're uh, used to hearing. There are lots of seven chords, and uh, and again, I am a drummer, and it's been a great <laughs> learning experience learning all this stuff. But it, I've I've also learned that you know to you don't have to just go by the normal CDG, you know, whatever uh, composition. And yeah. so we do a lot of. Uh, a lot of jazz chords are in our songs too. Like we do, a lot of our progressions are uh, are jazz chords that not necessarily unjazzy, but they, it's not. It, it doesn't sound like you're listening to Coltrane or Davis or nice. any of the guys that we aspire or that inspire us. I guess. Mm -hmm. Would you say um, that? So I, I and, and forgive me because I don't know. Are all the dudes in your band from Bluffton? Is everybody a local? No, I'm the only one from Bluffton. They all grew up. I should have mentioned this. They all grew up in Charleston. They all went to school together from like middle school on, I believe. Um, so they've been, you know, best friends since middle school or elementary school. Uh, I, I know they've known each other for a long time. So I'm just kind of getting thrown into the. Into, and I, again, I have known them for a while, but living with them and rehearsing, we rehearse a lot, um, which is something very different and new to me which has made my playing a lot better and it, our sound is, is very tight and very well rehearsed and organized and just the amount i've had to practice to like keep up with these guys nice looking forward to the show sounds very technical sounds like it's going to be a really great show to take in so has schema ever played in bluffton before uh we have not no we have uh we've gone on the road uh, twice we've done Savannah once and we've done Augusta once. Uh, we were the after party Flaming Lips in Augusta, and then we played a venue in Savannah that I'm that we used to play a lot with BYG Barrelhouse South, which is a fun place to play. Um, so this is this will be the f uh, third time on the road for us. Cool, great. Uh, any let's see any any parting thoughts. Besides the fact that you're local and you're bringing a local crowd, yeah, I'm just looking forward to to seeing all the all my all the family and uh, uh, all the Bluffton people, and I hope that people come with open minds and understand that there's not going to be a singer and not going to be. But so we are, we are going to do a lot of covers, though. We do we do uh, 
a good amount of covers. We do. We generally cover '80s rock songs, uh, but we do them obviously instrumental. Give me one of them. Give me one of them that you guys are probably going to cover here at the roast room. Um, I can't tell you what we're going to cover there, but I'll give you an example of one we did because uh, I don't really know yet. We haven't we haven't decided on a set list. We were just talking about it uh, a few minutes ago, actually. Um, so we did an '80s cover set uh, for a Talking Heads tribute band a couple yeah. months ago. We did Billy Jean. We did Billy Jean into Crazy Train. Yeah, all right. But yeah, we've been playing in front of some big crowds. We just had our first headline last weekend and uh, did uh, over 200 people. And so we're used to playing in front of a lot of people and great. Kind of stepping up to the plate, and hopefully we will sell out Friday night or come close to it. And either way, it's going to be a great show. All, all my guys are stoked about it just because they know. It means a lot to me being home, being at the at y'all's awesome venue. I was just telling them about it, um, and we're gonna, you know, try to bring the most energy we can without just like blowing the absolute roof off the place. <laughs> um, but we're uh, everybody's looking forward to it. Nice. Well, JP, looking forward to seeing you, man, on Friday night. You take care of yourselves. Yes, for sir. Talking to us, bud. Awesome. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks a lot, man. See you. See ya. JP gets himself into these bands that they they all seem to be that type of band where they go from either jammy they, they he's a very good drummer for that kind of iteration he is he can be very improvisational himself mm. he's a very talented drummer and the reason we're talking about JP so much is he's local he's the only one around here Got it. in the well, he's the only one in the band that is from How Boston. old is JP would you say if I were to if I were to wager a bet, I would say he is between the ages of twenty eight and thirty four. Oh, okay. So he's not he's not a kid. No, he's not. No. He's, oh, okay, good. No, I do not know his exact age. He's but he's been doing it for a while. Yeah, I didn't know if it was like he just graduated. He's probably last like year no, from no, no. High He's probably like seventeen and really pissed off that you just said that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, I have facial hair. Get off my back. <laughs> no, he's a good dude. Um, and his. His family comes here often, so we, we love the Treadaways a lot. And they're, cool. they're local legends around here. The Treadaways are great. So we're looking forward to that on Friday. Saturday night, we have Painter and Poet from Savannah. Um, that is Anna and William Cusack. Um, they're a duo, but they're bringing a band with them. They have a drummer, bass, um, and they're very well, tight. They've been where are they out of? Do you know? Savannah. Savannah, you said mm-hmm. that. Okay, yeah. And uh, as husband and wife is opening for them, and, um, and just to clarify, that's the name of the band, As Husband and Wife. Right, right. Okay. I was confused a little bit because I thought it was like... He was describing the he first was, band. It was descriptive for Which it is. Poet. It's uh, ironic that it is, right? Yeah. Yes. Both of the bands are husband and wife duos However, that put bands behind themselves. One is called... As, as husband, husband and Wife. wife. That is Gino and Andrea Miller. Um, they are, they're, their story is pretty, pretty cool. They, they came from Chicago. Um, less than I feel like less than two years ago. It wasn't very long. Um, moved down here, had a baby, had a little boy, and he's um, he plays keys, and she sings like the boy, a bird. The boy plays keys. No. Yes, the boy probably <laughs> plays keys too, because Gino is an incredible keys player. Plays for La Bodega. Oh, cool! But also does play with with his wife as well, and plays at the church. Um, he plays well, at our church too. He played a couple of times. 
I call it your church. I don't know if it's my church yet. I just I, I I fill in when you. I say we, our. When, when I get when I get a desperate call, it's the royal we. He's <laughs> right. He's the royal we. Yeah, yeah. Our. Anyway, Gino is is fantastic, and Andrea sings like a bird. She's amazing, and they do. Um, we did a promo this week and featured one of their songs. They their promotion engine is exemplary. They went on Talk of the Town on the local TV station cool. and talked about the show. They've been pushing it like crazy on Instagram, on Facebook. They they've been hanging flyers. I mean, that's that is that's nice. that's so good. nice to see a band and they're they're an opening act. I mean, that is that's fantastic. That that makes me as a booking agent absolutely psyched to mm. book them for a headlining show. I mean, because I know they're going to work that much harder to get people out to their headline show. Well, clearly that's where they're headed. Sure, and they yeah. sold fifty tickets. Yeah. I mean, cl- something is working. I mean, clearly they're they're doing something right. So I'm I'm very excited for them. Um, happy that they're you know they're in it. Yes. So what's in our glasses tonight, guys? Apparently nothing. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, well, we've got based on the rambling nature. Yeah. So we are drinking uh, wild turkey rare breed, which is a a third shelf uh, delicacy here at the roasting room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it is a barrel proof, which means that it is uncut with water, so it is like strong. The the uh, the, the the heavy stuff. Is that why we're so funny tonight? It I is totally so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so barrel strength, but does it have a higher proof? It's, the proof is up here. It's like one one sixteen. One sixteen point eight proof. One sixteen proof, which means it is. Half of that in alcohol. Stronger. Stronger. Uh, it has tones of sweet tobacco and hints of orange and mint. I, I'm those. all on board with all that. It is uh, definitely a sweeter. Yeah, it is sweet. A, a sweeter whiskey. Yeah, this would be a good one to. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to see a little, little taste. You need a little bit. A little taste. Little, little Mine has a little too much water in it. A little refresher. I had, I had all of the. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. My okay. ice all melted. Sometimes just, just a quick little, sorry. just a little I'm dribble. Pouring and That's uh, good. Stop, stop, stop. Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. We we needed a little refresher to enjoy that. But yeah. So it, is the, is really the nose good. tobacco? Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, it doesn't really break it down in, uh, on the official notes here about which is the nose and which is the finish. And all. Because you remember last week I said something about the nose was bug spray. Yeah. This is not bug spray. No, it's not. But I will say the nose has heat. Like I feel like the heat mm-hmm. is not in the taste, Perhaps but it's the in the nose. Do you, do you get that? Yeah. Like when you taste it, it doesn't it doesn't mm-hmm. feel burny, but when you smell it, it it's it's got a little. It stings the nostrils. It's got it's got a little <laughs> waking up the sinuses. Thank you for on. bringing that in. It's a formidable scent. I'm just gonna yeah, no, I'm gonna cut good. it with a little water. I, I uh, hey, it's specifically uncut <laughs> with water. You deep just, barrel strength. Just it. wanted to see what you'd say. <laughs> It's not out of the barrel. Yeah. I can kind of get a little tobacco. Yeah, yeah. Like I, like uh, like chewing t- like chewing tobacco like the old Levi Garrett type of tobacco. You talking about <laughs> tobacco spit? What, like, are you what kind of tobacco are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I mean tobacco has a taste to it for no, sure. It does. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a smell to it if you get like the. Mm-hmm. I I'm I'm on board with those tasting those for sure. Yeah, Sweet rare tobacco, rare breed orange. wild turkey. It's on the third shelf and on the uh, it's right smack dab in the middle really. It's, it's a ten dollar one ounce. Oh no, it's oh, it's on off the right, the right side. Off to the it's right, right next to the whistle pig that we had last. We're getting week, good at the this. week before. We're gonna Guys, all be long. professional uh, whiskey tasters. Whiskey drinkers. We'll all be level one small yays in whiskey before long. It is. 
We should we should actually like keep a log and and, and rate them. We and, do. It's called the podcast. Well, I know there's a digital <laughs> log, but I would like to know like which one would you say is your favorite? Would you pick a favorite if you had to at this point? Um, that's a very interesting question. We should if we yeah. had kept a log. We I think so. Well, go ahead. What would well, you? I don't remember. Uh, I've got to go back and look through the notes, but definitely that one rye that we had. The rye was your favorite. One of those rye. We've tried two ryes. Oh, I think. the High West. Did you like the I High West? I think it was the High West. I think, I think we all was, loved I think the it was West. the High West. I think Man, it, the High West was our winner, if we had to say. Yeah. I mean, they've all, there's not been a bad one right. that we've had. Although Whistle Pig, I feel like last week was really I mean, besides mm-hmm. the nose being a bug spray, I feel like it tasted really good. It was, it was good. really, it really was good. good. Yeah. Hmm. We should try first shelf. We should hit the first shelf next week because we, we've always been on the, the third s- shelf. You want to go down a little bit? Let, let's see, like, yeah, we could knock the, com- it down. the commoners. Yeah, yeah well, make it. We don't. I mean, they're all good, right? I'm sure, sure there's stuff on the first shelf. That sure. We, all right. Next week we're going first shelf. Tune in for that. Okay, remember that. When are we gonna get food? That's another wonderful question. I don't mean roasting room. I just mean you know what are you supposed to drink? What are you supposed to eat when you're drinking whiskey? Exactly. Popcorn. Popcorn ah. would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, It'd be great. We should work on that. Look out for that. Okay. Popcorn might happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be great. At the roasting room. Mm-hmm. Wow. The popping room. Hey, another thing that's going to happen, and this is uh, breaking news. Breaking news, everyone. I'm not good on my drops over here. We are starting comedy. Starting comedy? Yes. <laughs> that's fantastic news. <laughs> like tonight? Like on well, the podcast? <laughs> well. We've been doing comedy for nine weeks. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, uh, comedy show. I love it. Yeah, Thursday. September 14th. Oh, that's going to be really fun. I yeah. don't know if you guys know this, but I'm actually a huge stand-up nerd. Are you really? Oh, yeah. Like, I know the mall sort yeah. of thing. Like, everybody. You, like, may, I listen you to, may. I listen to podcasts. Yeah. I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not sure if you know these or not. He says, no, no, no. I, I understand. Right. I, I, I'm saying. But uh, you know all of the. The national right. acts. Yeah, right. uh, yeah uh, this, is, this is not quite a national tour. However, I'm you know, just saying I appreciate it, and so therefore I will. I, I'm happy to hear that there's some local and up yeah. and comers coming. We are not the first people to 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 draw on the musician comedian sure. similarity. I mean, yeah. it's 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 such a similar mm-hmm. cut. I mean, the musicians and comedians, but I also think comedians have it so much harder than we do. Oh yeah, because there's no there's no. You can't default to just something that everyone can gravitate towards. You can't stand behind your guitar. You can't hide behind your cover songs. Dude, you've got to bring it. And if you're not bringing it... People know right away. And everyone next to you knows, and you know, and everyone knows. Totally. It's the hardest gig. It's the hardest gig. Yeah. But we'll see. But it's gonna be fun. I can't. This yeah. is, it's a great venue for stand up. It's, it's the perfect venue. We just need to make a brick wall. Can we pull back the curtains mm-hmm. and make it brick? No way. This there? is way cooler. Well, oh, we yeah. can pull the t- curtains back and make I mean, it a. My wife and I, we go to the comedy cellar. Like we we. Have you ever in New York? Yeah. Have you yeah. been there? No, I've not been. Oh, to it's New really York. fun. It's yeah. like our favorite thing to do. Yeah. I mean, we hit Smalls and Mesro, like all the the jazz clubs. But before that, you hit. So, I mean, and yeah. Louis C.K. Everybody knows the comedy cellar sure, yeah. now. You know, but yeah. It's so fun. So well, this fun. is ran by Derek Tennant, who has this clean comedy, like Jim Gaffigan type uh-huh. of comedy. Sure. And he's going to do this whole thing where he's going to bring in people that are on this nationwide circuit to the room. He's That's doing. Amazing. He's done this um, before in other places. Is it going to be a weekly thing or what? Monthly. Monthly. We're gonna we're gonna shoot for. We're gonna try for 
The second Thursday of every month. Well, and the other Thursday is the Songwriter Showdown. And so yeah. here we are filling up our Thursdays with an interesting, regular, recurrent kind of thing. Yes. Cool. Yeah. The first Thursday of the month is going to be relegated to a national act that doesn't route on a Friday or Saturday. Oh, cool. So Like, for instance, a, like a John Primer, who's coming in October 5th, nice. is a blue, Chicago Blues guy that... that um, well, he's the band leader for Muddy Waters when he was in Chicago. Wow. Band leader for Magic Slim. Band leader for all of the Chicago blues guys. Mm. He, and he's bringing his band on the 5th of October. So those, those October, well, let me go back. Those Thursday, first Thursday gigs are going to be, if they happen, right. will be a national, there'll be a, and somebody the that will sell. Thursday is currently, currently open, but it could be. Jordan juggling, possibly, possibly can't juggle, put, but we'll try it out there. Yeah. Jordan not juggling on Thursdays, <laughs> but yeah, but third Thursday comedy, fourth Thursday, second Thursday comedy. Oh, I'm sorry, I got it backwards. Third Thursday, uh, third Thursday is currently secret society meetings. What like Masons? What what happens here? What I'm in things that I can't talk about on this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Fight Club, only not without the fighting. <laughs> And then the fourth Thursday is a songwriter showdown. You're not invited to the third Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> now, there are some times when there are five Thursdays in the month. No. There are. Oh, man. And when there are, mayhem. The fifth yeah. Thursday? Just total mayhem. We should have a fifth Thursday party. That's a good idea. Hmm. It's open, open bar. <laughs> open bar. <laughs> no. It's not. Sorry. We're Anyways. So when does this comedy uh, start? September fourteenth, Thursday, September fourteenth is the very first one. We've got. Let me let me just. I'm excited for that. Quickly, I'm very excited. Find the email that I got from Derek laying out who is coming. This so, first so round, he's there's going to be four comics on on one night. Yes. Wow, that's great. It's called Top Shelf Comedy. That's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I, I'm not I'm not faking the uh, the the newness or the or their insincerity about like I I've never heard about this and so this, this is, is this is really kind fun. of the, this is the beauty of of his lineup and this is this is going on on race and gender he's white man he's bringing Danette Flint who is a white woman Jamie Ward who is Asian and Cyrus Steele who is black so it's like all cool. of the all of the um how do we say we have a diverse group coming in. Yes. We'll call it diversity. Yes. Yeah, good. He is reaching out to all of the different... And they're going to be playing for mostly, well, Bluffton people. Bluffton so people. Yeah, yeah it'll be, that is. be very interesting to hear what they have to say about all that. But yeah, we'll... Um, I can't wait. Danette, yeah, Danette I'm, Flint, I'm, Jamie Ward, Cyrus excited. Steele, yeah, I'm and too. Derek Tennant. I think Cyrus is from Savannah originally. Uh, Jamie is from Atlanta. You know, I was at another local venue... And I saw that they had a comedy night, and I was really surprised because yeah. it, it it's a very it's a tough art form, man. It's and I, I think it's great if people are yeah. gonna pull it off. Man, I have found super fun. it very difficult to to book comedy, mainly because a I'm lot of people think they're funny, music. but they're not funny, and that's the hard part about uh, like open mic comedy. Like you get people, and they've written like two or three good jokes, but two or three good jokes don't last. Ten minutes, and yet, know? right, and yet, everyone who is a professional 
headlining comic all got their start at open mics. So That's you it. don't know who you, you, you have might to show you up, might be right. stumbling upon some real brilliance showing up right. at these That's shows. Right. I didn't mean to be negative. No, no, I, I I know, I know, but I mean right. you're you're right too. But I'm just saying it's a wonderful opportunity to catch some to catch a rising star. Yeah. This this comedy tr- this tour that they're going to do this monthly thing I'm I'm hoping I'm hopeful that it will go from doing this once a month to branching out to doing more. Cool. You know, not just not just a clean comedy tour, but just regular old comedy that could be 21 and up. It could mm-hmm. be, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But I wanted to I wanted to when booking this first, I was very careful not to cuz I I mean, I'm I worried about the brand here. We want to make sure that it's, you know, highbrow. So that's what we're going to go for first. Cool. And see how it see how it sticks. I'm excited about it. It's gonna be great. Yeah. So that was the one Easter egg that I was like kind of sitting. Wow. With that for was weeks. one of them. Oh, cool. I yeah. I, I wondered because there was what was the other one? There was another one in there. Well, there's a lot of back and forth between between him and my, Derek and myself about getting that nailed down before we were. But able now to it's official. Commit to we it. can yeah. we can, we can finally commit to promote. it. Oh, the other Easter egg was Gabe Dixon. Oh, that's that's right. That we were back we know and about forth. We now. signed the contract on that, so we're good there. In blood. Um, there's only one Easter egg left, and that's our second anniversary. Ah, when's that? December? December 3rd, whatever that Saturday is. Our original opening was f- was a Friday. Was um, that Low Country Boil? Were they the first act that came in here? Angie Aparo. Angie was. Yeah, that's yep. right, that's right. Our our official anniversary is December 3rd, which is a Sunday. But we're going to have it on Saturday, of course. So we're holding it for a very special act that we are... But it's, it's in not the works with. We not have not, We're not, not officially promoting it. Promote boy, it. I can't wait to. Oh, cool. It's going to be cool. Wow. I'm excited. I don't know what it could be. Yeah, we're also talking about New Year's Eve as well, uh, which is a Sunday. Oh, this would be a good year. place to, to do that. So New Year's Eve is another one of those kind of Easter egg things, too. We're going to work with a band that's that's worth it. So, yeah, there's some there's some cool stuff coming. Great. Wow. Love it. Should we move on to what happened last weekend? Yep. Let's move there. Let's go. What happened last weekend? <coughs> well, Todd dun, dun, dun. saw the Friday show a lot more than I did. Well, you were here, too. I yeah. got here, like, the last two songs. Yeah. Tell me about the Friday show. Well, I didn't see much. I mean, there was a big storm that rolled through on Friday night. I don't know if you remember that or not. And so I got rained out pretty early. So I, I, I showed up about maybe 8.50 or 9 o'clock. But, uh, yeah, Tall, Tall Trees. It was really, really fun, man. I mean, it was, it was more avant-garde maybe than I expected, um, but I don't mean that in a bad way. It was just I, the thing that, that hit me, and there were several things that hit me, but, but he was such a great performer and so charismatic, and he owned this room, and he owned the crowd, and he just he delivered a funny, engaging show and it, it it was fun to participate in and, and to see. But then once his music got going, um, I mean, there's a couple things. But, like, he, I could tell that he knows what he's doing musically, like, harmonically. Like, he's coming he's he's coming from a deep well. And, and when I talk to him, he, you know, he definitely has some jazz influence and he knows what he's doing. But um, it, it was fun to watch the crowd interact with him and, and to see him build these weird crazy loops with just i mean noises frankly 
um, but then make it musical. It, mm. it was really, and everything that we talked about last week in, in, in the interview with drums making it come to life and, and making it, um, it, it bringing it this energy that, that loops don't bring, but it's really cool. Drums with loops works. It just and a light-up banjo. And a light-up banjo, which wasn't even like... It, he he he's really cool and it was really fun to watch him. I think he'll be he'll draw heavily next time he comes as well. Definitely. Well he drew hard this time. He had sixty two people up yeah. there. Wow. Really? That's fantastic. Yeah. That's it really was good. Cool. It I was got to hear right when he was like in the middle of a like a freak out song. Like he was playing like all kinds of craziness and like the strobe lights were going off. I'm <laughs> like, Whoa I walked in at a very interesting time. Yeah, it was I mean it's avant-garde. It was avant-garde. Yeah, it was no out doubt. there. And I listened to the recording. And in fact, let's let's just go ahead and play you a little bit of what I pulled from the board. Uh, so good. And I, I want to I wanna submit it to him like for, hey, man, you need to listen to this live cut. It's because it's fantastic. But we, we listened to Picture Picture last right. week off of his record. Let's listen to the board recording of that Picture Picture. Yeah, I like that song a lot. Yeah, it's it's he, and he's also uh, he's not a kid. I mean, he's got you can tell he's been doing this for a long time, and yeah. he has something to say. And he says totally. it. It's really nice. Yeah, his his banter was was fantastic. After listening to and I, I would have loved to be there show, but listening to his recording back, yeah, he was he just had him. He had him. Yeah. He had him. Using some some del- uh, self deprecating humor, that kind of thing, just you know. But like it works for him. <laughs> yeah. He's really good. He's he's a real performer and that that kind of um it takes years to develop that kind of skill. And oh, he yeah, has totally. it. Yeah, he has it. And he toured the world. I mean he just got back from Europe, right? Or like right before we were the first stop on this tour. So he's gonna do the the great forty eight. I thought it was interesting when he said um, that he spent, I think, you know, many months, I don't know what it was, like six months or something, in a cabin in the woods with his gear writing this Mm. tune, writing this record. Because, I mean, I know how much time it takes to tweak and to compose, like, loop-based stuff. Mm -hmm. he, he, He has worked it through extensively mm-hmm. and he's really really good he knows how to use his 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 paint brushes and he paints a great picture man That's cool yeah totally yeah he was great we love mike savino we can't wait to have him back saturday what happened saturday whoa this what? whole weekend was like was there some rock in here it was awesome this weekend was awesome we had a ton of people up here for stepping stones hannah wickland came in here with her gen- uh, her this is the newest iteration of the stepping stones Whoa. Sold out crowd? Yeah. That's incredible. Turning people away at the door. Wow. 
Yeah, we. Um, how was the? Uh, how was the volume? That I don't know. I was not here for okay, that show. Okay, all right. Yeah, I didn't hear a single. I know that they I bring a lot of rock. Say, Ooh, it was it rock. was too loud. I mean, right. I think. Well, we we took the tables out, so this table wasn't here. I mean, people could if they wanted to escape the music or escape the noise, they could. They mm, could sure. go to the, you know, <laughs> twenty feet away. I guess it's not that far away. But no, I don't. I don't think it was an issue. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, if you turn your amp around and point it into the curtain. Well, I heard. The sound I heard their sound. Control. I was here for their sound check. Uh, I, I came in um, before I had to work, um, and they were fine. I mean, they yeah, were they great. were full yeah. bore, but it was not it was not overwhelming, and there was nobody here. So I think with with ninety three people that they seen brought that one. in, yeah, I, wish, I, I couldn't make it to that one. I'm really sad. And I've I've said this to everyone that is that is that I've talked to about the show, and I will say it again: Hannah is a fire breathing monster on She's stage. Great. I saw some uh, somebody posting some things on Facebook of some live video of the thing, and it was uh, it was pretty incredible. Yeah, I mean, really, just she can really play, just yeah. like as pro as it gets. Because she's been doing it for a long time. We talked about that last week. Yeah. yeah. She's been doing and it. And it shows. And it's, as long it's as us, clear. really, even yeah, though she's yeah. half her age, right? It's, yeah. just, it's just clear. It's clear she knows what she's doing. And she's going to be huge. Uh, she mentioned, I don't think it was her, that, but her management mentioned that she will be next month on a billboard with Tom Petty in LA for, the, for a festival that she's playing. That's crazy. Really wild. Yeah. But she's totally deserving of it. I mean, right. my God, she's. She's incredible, and of course she comes in and she's like maybe five foot two, and you know I could. She probably weighs as much as my two year old daughter. She's tiny. Right. She's a tiny little thing, and she steps on stage and just blows people away. Energy, energy. it's insane. Yeah. And, a, and, and a great performer. But if yeah. she's gonna, I mean, if she's sharing a bill with Petty in L.A., I mean, Jesus, she's it won't done. Be long. She's done with us, man. She's yeah, done she's with done. us. Yeah. Won't be long. That's in, that's incredible. Good for her. I, yeah. High five, Hannah. High five, Hannah. High, high five, man. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I don't know what the song is called. I pulled this from the board. Um, they didn't announce really any of their song titles. But this is a jam, just really hardcore. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of zero in on the the solo that she played during the song because a lot of her songs, are, of course, are solo driven because she's that's their sound. So let's listen to um, Hannah going crazy on a solo.
Sister. Get it, get it Hannah. Make it talk. <laughs> Fire-breathing dragon. Like Trogdor. <laughs> yes, like just like Trogdor. Burninating the roasting room. <laughs> Dude, she totally burninated everyone in this room. It's insane. You can hear her influences. Like, I mean, like the groove is like black velvet you know like you hear that you hear that you know you know that she's like learned all those tunes like mm-hmm. but you just hear like some Allman brothers and all that stuff yeah the all in there. plate reverb into a wah pedal like oh, it's oh, just yeah. great stuff and she plays great yeah, yeah it's, it's huge fun to listen to she's gonna be huge in the musician circle and we we talked about this off off of the podcast how she may not be culturally mainstream kanye huge right, right. but in in the yeah in the circle of musicians. But who knows that could turn too. That's true. Who knows? Well, I mean, they did write an article about how the electric guitar is dead. So maybe they're just Who's saying they, that. Jordan. Who, who wrote that, that? Is true. Who wrote who that article? They? Who wrote no. that article? Everything comes around. Probably synthesizer companies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, here we are listening to. I can say that that you know I, I remember. Well, I, I say old band stuff all the time because I am an old man now. But I remember um, reading an article from Sean Colvin back in the 90s where Sean Colvin, who's certainly a generation or so beyond me, was talking about how the acoustic guitar singer-songwriter thing goes in phases. And this is like in the late 90s, you know, it was kind of a, a, a thing, you know, where, you know, that was back. And then it kind of fell away and then it kind of mm-hmm. came back and and you, you see these cycles come oh, back, totally. you know, the Neil Young thing, you know, Mayer doing the Neil I mean, like all of these, these things are very cyclical. And, and the rock god, you know, jamming on blues on a Strat kind of thing. I mean, it's, sure, it's here. You know, it's here. I don't it's know. Always the, there, it's always it, there. It, it's always there. It's always there. But it might, who knows, it could take like a, a, a front a front page thing. Uh, someone, uh, Hannah Wickland, who's got that moxie, who's right. got that zeal, yep. you know, right? Yeah. Make it mainstream again. Yeah, it just brings them out of the woodwork. You never yeah. know, right? Anything's possible. And and certainly Hendrix was popular. So Totally, yeah. <laughs> it's going to take the the right amount of, of marketing and the right amount of endorsements from Fender to I guess, bring it but, back. But beyond that, I have to wonder if it's innately human and if these cycles are somehow beyond marketing. And if it's somehow like... It's bigger than that. Like it, it just sort mm-hmm. of has its sort of cicada comes out of the ground. <laughs> like right. every like who knows, man. Like that's it's it's that's, heavy. That's but some deep stuff. But that's it, but I, maybe there's something that sort of seems to cycle with this kind of music. I can't, yeah. I can't refute it. Maybe it feels I, right. I just made that up, but it could be true. Let's just say it's true. Let's go with that. Okay. I say it's true. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It cycles, man. This is how truth works. It has been. We just all have to declare it. <laughs> Everything else. Yeah, That's right. right. So, fellows, mm-hmm. whose turn is it to pick music? Are we are we on that point? Yeah, we mm-hmm. are. Yeah, we've been rambling this time. Nah, we we're rambling. Good. We're good. No rambling. Good. I I don't know. I picked lots of music. I'll pick more if you want me to. I I, hey, I like lots of. Fine. Music. You know what? I'll I'll take I'll take that. You t- it's your turn, Jordan. Super. Find to, uh, introduce us to something we are not familiar with. Uh, Nivy and the Deer Children, because I just listened to them today. All right, I don't know them. Really, they've played here. <clears throat> really interesting stuff. I just went back and kind of re mixed this stuff. I don't even know why I 
decided to do that. I, well, and, and the fact that time, you're 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 playing somebody who's played here, it, it, it's kind of a testament to your cred and, and how much you support the musicians that play here. Because I was here with uh, Tall Tall Trees, and so we're leaving, and I and I bought one vinyl record, and you bought. For all of them. <laughs> records. I said, how about the, in- just give me all of them. Yeah, and you bought them all from yeah. your own cash, and that's super cool. And and not only that, but you listen to all of them. Totally. And so, yeah. And it's, oh, yeah. That's great, man. And so do the kids. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> they love Gabe Dixon. They did. No, we, we listen to the record all the time. That's good. I mean, Jack is dancing around the house singing Crave and all that stuff. I crave a loving home. Oh, cool. <laughs> like, you don't know what that means, Jack. That's great, man. <laughs> it's a dancey groove, though. Dancey groove. Anyway, off the topic. Back to the topic. Nivy and the Deer Children. I don't know what this song is called. I can't pronounce what this song is called. It's Puna like... It's, it's something... I wrote it, I wrote it down, and it, I can't, still can't figure out what it, how it's called. Tulugaka. Tulu, Tulugak. You got to stop. We are good at this time. Tulugak. All right, all right. That's we'll two glasses of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, that's right. T u l u g a q is how it's spelled. See, that's that's the beauty of of Greenlandic. Is it ends and Q's? There's lots of C's and Q's, hmm. and the sounds in the back of the throat. You'll hear yeah. it. I, hopefully, you'll hear it through here. This is. The song too. Always be on your season cues. Nivy Nivy Nilsson is the name of the of the band leader. She played the ukulele. There were nine people in their band. Nine. That's amazing. Yeah, I've mentioned her a couple of times because it was just that amazing. Just to see it. Were they just all? See them all come in all <laughs> out of out of three different cars and bring all of their crap up here and it all fit on the stage. From smart cars, I guess. Greenlandica. I wish. No. <laughs> they came in Sprinter Vans. <laughs> because they were on tour. Okay. Anyway, Tulagak. Dreamy. Yes. That's what I was, that's the word I was thinking. It's dreamy. Yeah, dreamy. Mm, they, they were some, there were some bigger songs mm-hmm. in that in their repertoire. The reason I played this one because she was speaking in Greenlandic. Yes. Greenlandic, which I didn't even know was a thing. Right. Yeah, I'm ignorant. But yeah, it's like, did you, did you catch the back of the like a type of sound that's like you can only make if you're from Greenland or something? Yeah. Mm. I think I did. Sure. It's almost like a lisp. It's like a list. Which you're fantastic at, by the way. I am. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> no, the the. the How do you? The mister. 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 Hey, mister. Yeah, it's yeah. Ki- it's kind of like that. Only much more. How do you say podcast with a lisp? Podcast. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work. Well. Well. Yeah. Sorry. No, but she um very graceful, wonderful. The the band was incredible. Um, so yeah, it's great. It's just one of the, one of the many tracks that we we pulled from the board there. I'd love to find a way to to get it to the people. We're still 
figuring all that stuff out. Well, I mean, you guys do have a SoundCloud that people should we have a SoundCloud, to, right? Um, and SoundCloud is a funny thing because it it does take me going after the fact, reaching back out to the band or sure. to the management, it's a lot of work. and making sure yeah. that it's Everybody's that these cool are kosher. It, and th- those things take time. Mm-hmm. I think SoundCloud is going to be more for local people that all I got to just pick up the phone and say, hey, Call man, I want right. to put your stuff on. You know, dare me to take it down or whatever. But, I mean, with, with this, especially with Nivy, they weren't technically allowed to take any cash. Like, they, don't, they were not allowed to be paid. When oh, that's came right, because they were on tour. They were on a diplomat, like an diplomatic right. tour. So it's a weird thing. A diplomatic tour. Well, it's like yes. you know, like USO gigs would be the equivalent. Like you, she's you the cultural ambassador that? to Greenland. Like wow. Nibby Nielsen is the cultural ambassador to all of Greenland. So when she goes out, she goes. Her first gig was the que- uh, playing for the Queen of Denmark. Like she just goes out and plays. She was the Leonard Cohen of right. Yeah. You know, like wow. Yeah. Yeah. So when she came here to the states last year, she played in Atlanta for some diplomatic reason. They played in Charlotte, and they played in Bluffton. Hmm. Yeah, but this one was hush hush. Yes, we can't even tell. We have to delete all of this because <laughs> it didn't technically happen. Not true. We're good. <laughs> okay, good. No one listens to this. But the USO thing is is similar. Uh, yeah. have you, do you do you know any musicians have ever done the USO gigs? No, no, because those gigs are good. Yeah, those gigs are good. Hmm. Yeah, like you know, you, do you, you know anyone that's done it? Uh, not not directly. I know friends of friends who have done USO gigs that are. I mean, you play in Iraq. You know, mm-hmm. you you support big names on you mm-hmm. know country bands and whatever. But yeah, anyway. But it it's similar it's, to that. It's yeah. We have our own ambassadors, right. but it's it's usually in combat regions, <laughs> right? <we're> Marco, <laughs> right? That's true. And Greenland doesn't have the same kind of combat. So they don't. They, just, they don't believe in combat. They just right. they bring out their. You know, like Nivy. She just goes around through ukulele at nine-piece band and just goes places. It's a, right. it's a different approach. I and like she speaks it. Greenlandic, and she tells them how, you know, and we're all like, oh, Greenland's a beautiful place. Can't wait to go there. We should go there. We should all go. We should do a podcast from Greenland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Every time I hear the word diplomatic, I think of a diplomatic mission to Alderaan <laughs> on Star Wars. So. What's happening on Alderaan? I don't know. It's, it's one things, of the lines probably. from Star we Wars. We can't podcast from Alderaan. That's true. It's been blown into smithereens. <laughs> it's gone. Nerds. Mm. <laughs> the Anyways. Whis- whiskey setting in. Uh-huh. Well, hey, guys. That was fun. That it was, was fun. fun. Next week, we're going to cross your fingers. We're going to talk to Kim Ritchie about her show. I can't wait for that one. Coming next Friday night. My dad is flying in for that show. Is he really? Yes. That's impressive. Yeah, because it's going to be that good, you guys. It has it's going to be that worth it. Nothing to do with the grandkids, I'm sure. Nope. Nope. Coming to the show. <laughs> I mean, he'll be there for the grandkids right. and all that stuff. Secondary. But Kim Ritchie. Right. Kim Ritchie first, kids after the Kim Ritchie Whatever. show. Because he's coming in on Friday, like afternoon. The show's Friday night, so he's going to boop, boop, boop. It's great. Good. So we'll, we'll get Kim Ritchie on the phone next week. Is he a loyal podcast listener? Sure. Is he? Good. Yeah. Papa listens. Papa? What's up, Papa? Papa Rolfs. Oh, yeah. So, Kim Ritchie, next week, we're going to talk to her. Until then, I am Jordan Ross. I'm Todd Cowart. I'm Trevor Harden. Keep clapping on the two and the four.